0: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. For this episode, we watched Home Alone.
1: Welcome to Cluster Flicks, where we revisit movies from our past and see if they still hold up. Today, we are talking about Home Alone. I'm Rich Inman. I'm Matt Miller. And I'm Rick Provost. And away
0: we go. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's dive in. The uh, first thing we like to do is uh, find out what other people thought about it before we... We start our own path to our conclusions. So, I'm going to read some, uh, a couple of five stars, uh, a couple of one stars, and one that <laughs> I, I'm not really sure how to describe it, guys. Um, it's a real treat, though. But let's get well, to the I can't it. wait now. I got to oh, hear it, that one. No, that's <laughs> yeah. you have to wait. It's the icing on top of this this shit cake here. Um, <laughs> Our first five-star review comes from Ava Abseed. I love this Christmas movie. Such a comedy. It's cool how Kevin, eight years old, was able to put down Marv Merchants and Harry Lime. All of the booby traps were so ding-dang funny, but it's good that Kevin (laughs) was safe when his mom came home to check on him. Fantastic movie.
2: Ding dang funny is a term, ding huh? Ding it's ding dang funny. funny yes. guys. And uh,
1: somebody really lo- somebody looked up. Yeah, I was uh, summary to, homework. I just copy and pasted. Kevin, yeah. eight years old.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and she actually knew the wet bandits' last names. They, I Which, don't think they, I, they, they never they said never, never referred names. to
1: each other. Is that? No, yeah, no, it's definitely like straight out of the script or
0: something. Yeah. Um. Thank you, Ava. That was a very. Ni- I mean,
2: it, it was a nice review. I I enjoyed listening. It was ding-ding nice. Um,
0: Our next five-star review is from Galaxy. Yes, Home Alone, without no confusion, is the best Christmas movie. The movie is Family Entertainer, unrealistic stunts, which is a good idea for putting in a movie. Macaulay's character in the movie matches with him as well as other actors goes well with the movie too. It brings back the nostalgia and has the 90s vibe with it. Climax parts is heartwarming, and the grandpa character may look scray, but he's actually kind. This twist of the movie was a major positive of the movie. When the movie was about to be over again, a twist happened, and the movie closed (laughs) at the correct time. Overall, the movie is family entertainer, feel good, heartwarming fantasy movie.
2: I wonder how many times the times the movie was gonna be over. I don't know.
0: (laughs) All I know is how did he know it it ended at the correct time? (laughs) He's like I. I looked at the back of the box. They nailed it. They hit that end time exactly <laughs> what they said they were going to do.
2: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> nostalgia.
1: I'm going know. with nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, by the way, uh, his name's what? Galaxy?
0: Yeah. Or her. I, it could be a her. Or I, just her. Read it I don't know.
1: That. As you were reading it, I thought Galaxy writing a weird. Is this person like trying to be a mumble rap artist? And this is like one of their songs that they're. Posting as oh, a review about Home Alone. Do rappers say spray makes,
0: instead of scary?
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't listen to <laughs> rap, but all I'm saying is like it almost, the way that you read it almost sounded like this like only eight syllables at a time mumble rap.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I should try and do it in like iambic
2: pentameter or something. <laughs> yeah. He, he was trying to do haikus, but he got confused. Mumble rap <laughs> artists
1: don't actually like do poetry. They just oh. say like five or six words in a row, like with uh, with as little diction as possible. Mm. And and then they then they pause for like four bars and then they do it again.
0: Okay. I'm And, and then not they gonna, do it again. I'm not gonna try it like
2: that. I kind of feel like you should. I feel <laughs> I like we need a beat now. <laughs> All Come right. On.
0: Lay Come me on. down a beat. There's your beat. And yes, just... so Malone Without No Confusion is the best Christmas movie. The movie is Family Entertainer. Unrealistic stunts, which is a good idea for putting in a movie. Macaulay's character in the movie matches with him as well as other actors. Goes well with the movie, too. It brings back the nostalgia and has that 90s vibe with it. Climax part is heartwarming and the grandpa character may look spray, but he's actually kind. The twist of the movie was a major positive of the movie. When the movie was about to be over again, a twist happened and the movie closed at the correct time. Overall, the movie is family entertainer, feel-good, heartwarming fantasy movie. Aw, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh,
2: I think we're just starting cluster raps. Who are next? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> cluster raps is now a thing oh my I,
1: gosh matt you uh already are more talented than a mumble rap artist <laughs> who would have done worse than you
0: dude i don't know i was pretty spray that whole time Spray. <laughs> <Scrayed. laughs> that was great all right uh <laughs>
1: Let's now, go you on laid, you one- lay down
0: some bars, yo. Let's go on to our one-star reviews. <laughs> our Wait, first one. That was a five-star? That was a five-star review. <laughs> that was a five-star <laughs> review. They just get worse from here. Uh, this this one-star review Impossible. comes comes from Lola A. This movie is copyright because one of the robbers looks like my dad. And also in the movie... They said exactly what I said to my mom's brother's son's cousin yesterday. They said, "Ah!" Just like I did. This movie should be banned, and I refuse to watch it, even if you offer me popcorn and snacks. So that was a that was a one star review from Lola. That she's not a fan of the fact that uh, one of the bandits looks like her dad.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. know. I feel like Lola was just saying words to try and be funny. She didn't really care what the movie was about. You know? Oh,
0: you don't think that was a legit?
2: I don't think so. I think Lola was. You know, like to my mother's cousins, stepbrothers. I don't know. <laughs>
0: you think that, that that's the, what lost you there? You think I think, that yeah, that's where, yeah, her, uh, her, uh, her legitimacy, huh? Our next one star review is from Kean McIntosh. It does not support anti vaccine people like myself. I was watching it with my six month toddler when he started foaming from the mouth, and he definitely does not have rabies, and it is all of this movie's fault. One star.
2: Well, wait, he probably didn't get the rabies vaccination. So that kid might actually have rabies. He
0: might have rabies. Yeah. <laughs> definitely just, does not. I don't think you guys were listening because <laughs> there was definitely <laughs> and not were capitalized <laughs> in that.
2: Fake news. Oh. Fake news. All of yeah. it. Uh,
1: I just love how he goes. It's not pro anti-vax. Because that's yep. definitely a position that I noticed Home Alone took so strongly. Uh, I that was <laughs> I I was just like the,
0: I, you know what Home Alone would be great if it wasn't so political <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Kian, that your six-month toddler has rabies. <laughs> um. <laughs> I have a bonus review for you guys. Um, oh, It's great. technically right. one star. It sounds pretty positive to me, but it also sounds very WTF to me. So here we go. This is uh, by Joshua Flemmel. Student. Dope and stuff. Jackson Manley is a man. He wants to watch, but then he doesn't, period. Dot, 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 dot. (laughs) 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 Jackson is a man he wants to watch, but he a movie. Perfect.
3: Perfect.
1: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was that dope and stuff? It was so dope. And stuff.
2: You were spitting fire.
0: I was. I. I have yeah. to wipe off my camera.
2: I don't know if I can call that a one-star <laughs> review. I mean, he did say Jackson's something is dope. <laughs> yeah. So that sounds well, good. The word dope <laughs> was in there.
0: <laughs> dope and stuff, I, uh, I'm assuming, is uh, about the movie. I don't know who Jackson Manley is, but he is a man. <laughs> and he wants to watch... But then he doesn't. But
2: then yeah. he doesn't.
0: Dot, dot, that was the twist ending.
2: Jackson does what he wants.
0: <laughs> All right. So those are my reviews, guys. Yeah. Um, so let's. Co- I, I guess let's like dive in and find out what we actually think about it.
2: All right. I think it's open right. stuff. Oh shit!
3: All
0: right, guys. Let's go. The McAllister family is preparing to spend Christmas in Paris, gathering at Peter and Kate's home in a Chicago suburb on the night before their departure. Peter and Kate's youngest son, Kevin is the subject of ridicule by his older siblings, especially his brother Buzz. Anything, anything right off the bat here, kids?
1: Kevin's a jerk.
0: Kevin's such a little douchebag. I definitely liked him when I was a kid. (laughs) Let's see when I uh, this came out when I was eleven. So I was I was definitely on Kevin's team.
2: Yeah, I think we all were. I mean, just up until this viewing, I was like, "Yeah, Kevin, Kevin's an asshole. He can't, he won't do anything for himself. He expects the entire world to take care of Kevin." I mean, he's only eight, so I guess maybe that's a realistic expectation. But but I mean, the kid can't even pack his own toothbrush. He can't, you know, put some clothes in a bag. Um, no he seems
0: genuinely shocked that he has to pack to go to paris tomorrow (laughs) yeah
2: Yeah, and
1: then when his mom won't help him he like jumps on the bed sprawled across all her clothes she's trying to pack and she's like hey get off the bed she's on the phone and he's all like why don't you hang up the phone and make me
0: he's so so mean to his mom so mean. uh that made me so madder than anything in this entire movie um he does but yeah, his, his siblings and cousins and whoever the hell is there do not like him. No. And for good maybe, reason like I, I sort of think his mom might be the only one who does like him. But maybe okay, mom and dad.
2: They 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 at least and I think they're in the class of tolerating him, not so much <laughs> like him.
1: Yeah. yeah. She she has a mother's love oh and God. his dad tolerates for sure.
0: Um, he does get called a couple of really cool names in this that I'm, I've added to my repertoire. Um, uh, there's Flemwad. That's a classic. I think good I'm one. actually... Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Puke Breath. At one point, he gets called Disease. His uncle calls him Little Jerk. I think is, that's the one that stung, stung the most from, from the whole thing. Just because it looked.
2: was from an adult. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like he got in his face, you little jerk. Yeah,
1: and there was no, there was no like colorful name calling. You just straight to the point, right, right. in your face. Yep. You're a little yep. jerk. Yep. And then nobody defended him.
0: No, no. My yeah. my my absolute favorite though is it, and I wish I'd written down who actually said it. Was that uh, he gets called cheek face, cheek face, cheek face. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't right. remember that, but that's funny.
0: I don't understand how that's even like a negative name. But. Right. You,
2: you do have cheeks and they're on your face. So, okay. You got cheeks all <laughs> over your face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So anyway, those are some of the names he gets called. He also gets called Les in <laughs> or <something>. les, les <laughs> so, That's because they're
2: going to France.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we are introduced to old man Marley in this
2: uh, initial scene. Well, wait, um, before that, the, one of the things they were, uh, when the, the mom and the dad, uh, what, Kate and Peter were, mm-hmm. were getting ready, getting their stuff together. Um, one of the things was, did you buy one of those uh, converters for the electricity? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I, you know, I didn't have the time to do that. And um, he says, how am I going to shave? And she says, well, just grow a goatee. How is <laughs> that not shaving? I mean, I'm that, not yeah. like, so glad you remembered that. I'd forgotten that. that, that like, I, I grow
0: those hairs only. Just the, really These
2: 700 hairs you're going to need to focus on and just grow <laughs> yeah. those. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh,
0: yeah, mom has no idea how facial hair works. I yeah.
1: Also, dad had, apparently has never used an actual razor like long enough oh, yeah. that he forgot he doesn't it, like not having an electric yep. razor isn't um, the I end of the I world. I just
2: can't shave. That's yeah. a good point. You it's could not just like you can't a razor. Just go to the corner
1: <laughs> store in Paris
2: and be like, here's a razor and here's some shaving cream. Uh, you, you know how those razors are in Paris. They're, they're foreign and everything.
0: Am I bougie? <laughs> because I didn't even think about the fact you could just buy a regular <laughs>
2: razor. You, you just bought into the fact I'm that like, well, I guess he can't he, shave.
0: What is he gonna do? I, yeah. <laughs> Better get that goddamn converter. Check um, your privilege. Yeah. yeah right <laughs> uh so yeah we, the, do, uh, we are
2: aunt and uncle come in and ask about it too at some point that you I can know. Right. Yes.
0: oh by the way uh mom and dad in this are played by john Hurd, uh who plays uh peter and kate is played by katherine o'hara who's just a legend great yep, so. cast choice uh, there by the way john Hurd, i can take or leave i like yeah. him i like him. I, but Catherine o'hara is like i i can't I can't think of something I've seen her in that she wasn't amazing. in. So, yeah,
1: I also can't think of anyone else in this role.
0: Right. So the old man, Marley, we get, we get our first introduction to him. He's a neighbor that uh, the kids are watching out through the, through the window and they see him out shoveling the walk and dumping salt. And that's, they said, that's kind of his thing. And that he's also uh, he was a murderer and he killed people with with a shovel. Yeah. And, yep. and he hides the body in the salt. And so they turn into mummies. Into I mummies. Guess. I love it. Yeah. Because that's what happens
1: when you put bodies in salt. They turn into right. mummies. They wrap themselves up. They, they do all the embalming.
0: Yep, That sounds like science. Yep, The mummy science.
1: Mummy science. Yeah. Totally.
0: We get our first introduction to Uncle Frank, uh, who collects the pizzas when the pizza guy shows up. And hits the statue for the first of many times that the statue out on the the pizza guy. By, hits the statue. By, yeah, the statue. Yeah, the pizza guy hits the statue when he pulls up and brings in t- a stack of pizzas. He's got ten pizzas, and Uncle Frank is very excited that he get, that the pizzas are there. But he's like, "Oh, this isn't my house. <laughs> See a yeah. <you>, sucker. No, <laughs> no, I can't. Pay. Yeah, he takes right. my money's no good but, here. He's like, "I'm oh, sorry, yeah, I, I can't pay for this. <laughs> if I'm sorry, that my pizza, money's no good here. <laughs> if I'm that pizza guy, I'm like." Oh this isn't your house. these aren't your goddamn pizzas <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um, and also there's a cop in the living room this entire opening uh for the first five minutes of this movie yeah. or so, and I nobody think. cares
2: no nobody cares he's he's
0: attempting he's, to speak to he's me he's trying strong.
2: to you know get somebody's attention nope don't go yeah. Yeah, yeah we don't even know where he came from yeah. how he got <laughs> in the house he's just right.
0: there
1: standing yeah. inside a house
0: yeah. And how common occur an occurrence is that that nobody looks twice at this guy? Yeah. Maybe
2: on that street there's just always a cop in the living room.
0: Yeah. This is our this is our house cop. <laughs> <laughs> His
2: I name's don't think Carl. <laughs> I don't think they're
1: that well off. They're supposed no. to be upper middle class, oh. not like
0: lower I don't know. super I,
2: wealthy.
1: I,
0: I...
2: Peter's taking the whole damn family, all fifteen people, to France. Peter is not,
0: in fact, taking the whole family. Peter's, I think, it's Peter's brother is who lives in Paris is is footing the bill. We don't know what Peter's brother does, but he, I mean, he flies all the adults over first class, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he's like, oh yeah, my uh, my my husband's brother, I think Kate says at some point, is flying us all over because he misses our family.
2: First of all. Why, why (laughs) there's not one person in that family who's missable, right? (laughs) Especially Kevin, especially Kevin. Yeah. And I think buzz is a close second of unmissable people (laughs) for sure.
0: Okay. Later, Kevin accidentally ruins the family dinner and their flight tickets to Paris after a scuffle with buzz resulting in him getting sent to the attic of the house as a punishment where he berates kate and wishes that his family would disappear
2: in that scene is where he called his mom dummy right yes there i'm like uh, yeah how do you get away with that I i saw red man you don't talk yeah. to your mom like that especially mm, when too. she's
0: so nice like right, right? Yeah. his mom was uh, like so calm and collected for being as frazzled as she obviously was that like yeah. yeah she didn't she did not deserve that yeah she takes kevin upstairs after kevin you know ruins dinner for everybody and is and it's like get upstairs and he's like i'm already upstairs dummy
1: <laughs> well now you're downstairs over this rail <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: dragon. <laughs> 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 no you're you're on your way to the attic little bub so mm-hmm. uh joke was on him after all um so this in this scene also the uh we, i mentioned it briefly that there uh, the, a flight ticket the, he spills milk all over these this this stack of their their passports and flight tickets that they just piled on the dining room table or a counter somewhere where they right. shouldn't have been <laughs> right and, next to the pizza yeah. and and drinks <laughs> and, and Kevin's all pissed off at his brother Buzz because Buzz said he's ate the last of the cheese the all the cheese pizza and that's all Kevin wanted out of these pizzas and and then he pretends to throw it back up and Kevin tackles him and. Uh, that's when all this shit happens but this is a great little uh section of where they just did such a good job of tying up any sort of loose ends that were of of the haters out there that they like john hughes knew was going to be out there uh talking about like how do you forget a kid they actually answered a lot of these questions in advance and this is one of those instances because when the dad's cleaning up the spilled milk he accidentally tosses one plane ticket away and that's how they didn't have an odd number of plane tickets the next day so i thought that was a really good
2: touch. i think good good catch i didn't even really
1: realize that yeah i didn't either um but yeah i was watching uh there's a netflix show called the movies that made us and there's an episode on this movie um and they mentioned that initially the movie was Funded by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers initially was uh, footing the bill for the movie, mm-hmm. and one of the major things about the script was uh, like, who would just leave a kid? Like that's everybody's first question. They actually they didn't say that specifically, but they they mentioned enough about how they were very particular about making it believable. You could leave this kid behind. Yeah, that it was clearly like executives' very first uh, question. Like this kid's home sure. alone. Yeah, who leaves their kid behind like this?
0: um mm-hmm. and just like uh yeah. every 80s and early 90s movie uh they it just can't happen anymore since the advent of cell phones none of this is possible like yeah. you know uh,
1: it makes me wonder uh because i still haven't seen the new one that just came out this year it makes me wonder how they
0: they're still making these things now huh? what is it, like home alone it's 17? A, it's a <laughs> remake he's dead yeah
1: it's a it's a reboot
2: they rebooted oh, okay. it and I'm just like,
0: I
1: don't know how this happens.
2: Like, what does yeah. he like? His cell phone explode? Maybe instead of the plane ticket, um, it's, it's the uh, cell phone that that gets uh, poured out or the milk poured on it. Yeah, I also- feel like the
0: only way around that when you when you reboot is set it in the in their '90s or whatever. Still, you you know, to, like, or yeah. set it in Set the story in 1990 so that. I mean, that's the only way. Like Stranger Things works, stuff like that. You know, all these these things that are hot yeah. now, they're still set back when you can't. Like well, again. Any, cell phones ruin every movie if you do it <laughs> yeah
2: i mean also if you think Except about for it the movie cell where the cell phone kills people right yeah, Right. Yeah. especially yeah. that one <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but yeah think about plane tickets anymore like this they made this movie back in the day where you bought a plane ticket and then like You could just, if you had the ticket, you got on a plane. Now Mm -hmm. your name's tied to the plane ticket. You have to have your ID to prove it's you Mm -hmm. attached to the name and attached to that ticket. Uh, Nowadays, they would sit there and be like Kevin McAllister boarding for flight to Right. And they just wait. And then Mm -hmm. they would have been like, oh, crap, we forgot Kevin. And they never would have got
0: off the tarmac. So. Murmur, murmur, is where the airport is in France. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know if you realize. Well, that. I don't speak French very well,
2: but it sounded legit to me. Uh, <laughs> sounded legit. Yeah.
1: That's 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 how I speak French. <laughs>
0: that's some good French speaking, boy. Sure. <laughs> Anything else for that section, guys?
1: Oh, there's one thing. Like uh, again, weird how I realize stuff now that I haven't in the past, and I've seen this movie a ton. Um, I used to always think. When Kevin knocks uh, Buzz,
0: Buzz? Yeah, the older brother,
1: Buzz, into the counter or whatever. Like I used to think he made him puke because he was right, pretending but to he puke. was, yeah. But like, he spilled like- milk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just one of yeah. those things that, like, you filled in a blank when you were younger and something, and you were just like, just well, hitting, the, the whole lead up to that is Buzz pretending to throw up. So I can yeah, see that.
1: Yeah. And so then to this time I realized, wait a minute, that's not puke. That's just milk. Yeah. So, yeah, weird.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, during the night, heavy winds damage the power lines, which causes a power outage and resets the alarm clocks causing the family to oversleep. In the confusion and rush to get to the airport, Kevin is accidentally left behind.
1: This neighbor kid, by the way, is both the worst and the the most hilarious part of like well maybe not the most hilarious but it's one of the greatest uh parts of this where he yeah. comes in and he's all like in their luggage like what's this taking pictures yeah. and he's like you're not even supposed to be there what are you doing <laughs>
0: yeah and this is uh okay in our last movie gremlins they had judge reinhold show up for two scenes uh who is a very famous actor and i was like i could have done I, he could have been out of the movie and would have changed nothing this kid who i've never seen before is not a good <laughs> actor Like he, he has a very good reason. Right. If he's out of
2: the movie, there's no movie. He's in one,
0: (laughs) one minute of this movie. And he is absolutely totally. (laughs) which is just a better way of writing the movie, I think. Um, Yeah. Did you guys notice though, that that kid mouthed other people's lines? He only, he only had the van driver only spoke back to him twice. And both times he, like one time, he very clearly mouthed the van driver's lines
1: I never. Not- uh, I've no, never I noticed. That. It.
0: Yeah, it's something that uh, you know, as a former stage actor myself, oh, oh, wow. and, uh, <laughs> it's something I I notice a lot uh, when uh, on stage, especially. You don't see it in movies so much, but I guess they got the, the take they wanted out of the kid and was like, "Yeah, good enough." Nobody knows. The, <laughs> the
1: hundredth time he keeps mouthing it, they're like, "Josh, don't mouth his line." And the director's like, "We got it."
2: No wonder the budget went from ten million to four. 14.5 it's just just redoing this kid's <laughs> lines <Yep>. yeah
0: <laughs>
2: stop yeah. mouthing the words yeah. And
0: this was another instance of this uh, movie covering its tracks where uh one of the older the older sisters i guess in the family was doing a head count and this kid was rummaging through the the the, the luggage like uh, rick was saying and yeah, And then the older sister kind of just doesn't see his face and just counts him as a head, you know? So mm-hmm. that's where they took the, they thought they were taking the right number of children. So uh, again, good cover of, of their own houses on that. Well, I okay. think
1: we talked about all the important stuff there.
2: Yeah. And some not so important. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Kevin wakes to find the house empty and thinking that his wish has come true is overjoyed with his newfound freedom.
2: Yeah, first it lo- they made it look like he was going to be just freaked out and is just like, "Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wished my family into non existent <laughs> I made my family
0: disappear." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just it took him a while, like not too bright, not too quick on the uptake. He wanders down the stair. I mean, this house was jam-packed full of people the night before. Did he think he was the only one awake at this point? First of
1: all, yeah, like, it. it well, he's going to realize he's not the only one awake because there's mm-hmm. nobody around. I know what I would have, I know how I would have felt and how we would have reacted if nobody was in that house and I woke up. I, like,
0: immediate panic at yeah. age eight. Yeah. Right? I so, think, But this was a... Kind of a testament to our young Macaulay Culkin's acting, because you actually see his worried face for a little bit, and it like morphs into pure joy as he realizes I'm alone and this is amazing. And I'm just I uh, I will say I was wowed by Macaulay Culkin even this many years later. The kid was pure talent. One hundred
2: percent agree. He did a fantastic job in this movie. He he, yeah, I bought into just about everything.
0: Me too um so during this section there's this is um uh, to spark your memories this is uh, this this is the family rushing through the airport r- getting on the plane all of this is happening at this point um uh i will say that we get a our second instance of uncle frank sucking uh, he wants to immediately steal the crystal salt and pepper shakers that are I on the plane. Know, yeah! The first thing he asks <laughs> is your for purse. champagne. Yeah. Like he's like, "It's free, it up. right?" You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fill it up. But, uh, um, again, all the adults are in first class on this plane, which is <laughs> crazy. Um, Kevin's scared of the furnace yeah yeah uh, when i was a which, kid
1: too watching this i was like oh yeah i get it that furnace is scary now i watched it back i was like that's just a furnace like it looks like a furnace when i was a kid i could even imagine it looking like the face they tried to make yeah. it look like but now i can't see anything but a furnace and i'm like mm, mm-hmm. it's a furnace. if you grew,
0: if you grew up in an area that had a basement with a furnace you were afraid of that basement and that's that's just <laughs> that's every childhood i think and i think that was a great thing to throw in there too okay
2: My thoughts as we were following Kevin uh, throughout this house was holy wallpaper, Batman. Every single uh, wall had wallpaper. Just, I mean, like big, gaudy wallpaper everywhere yeah different rooms different themes different colors Um, i was like oh my god they did that on purpose know- it's all red or green inside
1: that house everything is either red or green inside oh yeah that it's house. very christmas they did it on purpose yeah looks uh, great
0: for this time of year did they re wallpaper on every season or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: every three months oh time to change the wallpaper
1: even the phone <laughs> the phone that he calls on is green like the set yeah. designer hated it he's like it's so gaudy i hate yeah. Chris-. He he's like i hate christmas and I'm oh, like like why are you choice. working on this movie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Kevin immediately does like what little kids would do I think when it, when they got past their nervousness or or scared. He's, mm-hmm. He just starts doing he just starts doing random shit like jumping on the bed eating popcorn or something mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Uh which was probably his parents bed too, you know. Uh he just runs around waving his arms around like a lunatic and uh yeah. Goes through his older brother's stuff, uh, pulls out a Playboy.
1: I love his response to the Playboy too. It's yeah, like, no clothes on anyone. Sickening. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: they did um, glue those pages together, so Kevin couldn't actually see anything. Perfect. So it was an actual Playboy, but they glued all the pages together. So nice. if you guys were worried, uh, he pulls out a picture of Buzz's girlfriend and says, "Ooh." Buzz a girl woof <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fun yeah. little note about this is that 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 was actually uh, like one of the art directors' sons dressed up as a girl because they didn't <laughs> want to sh- actually make fun of a, a an actual girl. female. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. He gets the BB gun. This is where he steals the BB gun from Buzz. Um, and then he starts watching angels with filthy souls. Uh, one of my favorite movies we will come back around uh, (laughs) and it's not the one you're thinking of he's eating (laughs) Um, (laughs) he's eating a
1: tyrannosaurus uh poo like size mountain of ice cream
0: yeah while eating a lot oh yeah just so much ice cream he's gonna be he would be so sick Kate realizes mid-flight that Kevin was left behind, and upon arrival in Paris, the family discovers that all flights back to the United States for the next two days are booked. So in this section, Kevin sleds down the stairs. Oh,
1: there was like a whole comedy of errors of not being able to contact Kevin. Was that yet?
2: Yeah, so the phone lines were down, um, Mm -hmm. as they established early on. Um, The electricity was back on, but the phone lines, gonna take a couple of days. So Ma Bell's
0: gonna be a few days on that one. They said, right. yeah
2: they they call the uh the cops, but the cops are inept like uh, like any, you know, movie cops. So that uh, that gets me Oh, no we way. get
0: you guys catch that cop's name
2: uh Oh yeah, I did. Well, I didn't write it down though. Um it
0: was like Captain Balzac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> what? I was like, did I hear what I just think I heard? I'm like, no, I couldn't have heard that.
0: <laughs> it was Captain, like, I don't I remember it was Captain. I think, but it was like it was his last Officer name was or whatever, right? It was Officer Balzac. <laughs> Isn't Balzac so a poet? I know it's the thing that hangs between your legs, bro. No,
1: that's that's you're wrong. Uh, Sorry about your bad luck. Uh,
0: That guy, that actor, was also uh, a recurring character in Friends. He is a
1: Uh, European uh, author from seventeen. That actor is weird.
2: (laughs) Like, no No. wonder the budget was so high on this movie. (laughs) Balzac. Balzac.
0: But uh,
1: let's, is an let's, author from the okay. late 1700s early 1800s i'm
0: sure that that was what they were going for was a, <laughs> a tribute to their favorite 1700s author just saying and not a joke about
1: a i'm sack. sure that was the joke i'm just yeah. saying it okay. was it's also a, an. Author. it's
0: a legit name so that's how they can get away with it yeah that's right that's <laughs> the, that's what makes it funny it's a, yeah uh but yeah that uh, that actor that played uh officer balzac, balzac was a recurring character on friends also which was uh it, he was oh, fun yeah. he was he was the downstairs neighbor that was always <gasps> knocking yes. on their on the on the ceiling with a broom to get them to shut up
1: yeah and, and they're, they're like we're not even making any noise and then like at the very end the yeah. last season they were like down there and they just heard noise from upstairs yeah.
0: <laughs> like that is so loud and they started hitting the <laughs> ceiling shut up yeah his name was mr heckles in that mm, perfect yeah. Little known
1: fact, uh, Heckles is it? no, I'm just kidding. he was a uh, <laughs> 16th, 16th century. century. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, what else we got there? Um, oh, <laughs> Uncle Frank sucks, is what I wrote because he he likens them for getting. Kevin to him for getting his reading glasses in this section <laughs> oh that's if it makes He's you like, feel better i forgot my reading glasses and <laughs> i was like dude this guy talk about okay, your all-time
2: tragedies uncle
0: frank is the worst okay i don't know if i mentioned this guys but like in the original john hughes uh script uncle frank was supposed to be in cahoots with the bandits in this movie and that's what mm. like i think a lot of this residual douchebagginess is like left over from the fact that uncle frank was legitimately the big bad in this movie at it originally so yeah. so yeah i think uh, mm-hmm. they just they di- obviously di- took that like plot point away but he still mm-hmm. has that like assholeness to himself
2: douchiness yeah
0: um asshole mio we find out here that uh He's like, I'm cutting that out, Rich. <laughs> yeah.
1: Say whatever,
2: say whatever you want, Rich. It's good. To cut, cut, That's cut. cut. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why is Rich not in the Home Alone episode
2: <laughs> at all? He kept singing he don- and rapping, and <laughs> yeah. like, I- he does. He does the intro and he says goodbye, but we don't really hear him in between. <laughs> yeah, Everything he said
0: was literally unusable. And he kept putting this weird rap music in there. <laughs> it was very, uh, I just don't know. It, Rich, is, Rich has gone to a different level. Yeah,
1: we're not sure we're going to have that guy back.
0: He said every time he performed, we had to snap for him. And I'm not sure what he was <laughs> Uh this is we we get the revelation that the cop from the original from the first scene is actually Balzac. one of the bandits, and Rich also has a very specific form of Tourette's, <laughs> apparently. Oh,
1: not oh, I'm sorry, not Balzac, the guy from the nope. very first scene. Got it, okay. the cop
0: from the first scene that was in the foyer of the, uh, I'm, of the family's house. Oh, Zach. <laughs> please let this be a recurring thing it's gonna be so fun
1: i'm picking up what you're putting down
3: now
0: anyway he's one of the bandits (laughs) that's jesus christ (laughs) (laughs) um we find out that the lights are all on timers in this neighborhood um and that the bandits uh specifically are have eyes for the McAllister's house. They call it the silver tuna, which is not a phrase that's ever been used
2: before (laughs) or since (laughs) Oh, the old silver tuna.
0: (laughs) That's the one that, that, uh, uh, Harry has had his eyes on, which is Joe Pesci's character. Uh, and Marv is the other wet bandit. He's played by Daniel Stern in case we use their actor names here and there. It could happen. Uh, Kevin turns on the lights it's the, in this scene to scare Marv and Harry away.
1: Silver Tuna is in the Urban Dictionary, apparently.
0: Okay, what does it mean?
1: An object that is better than all the other ones in its category. In Home Alone, as Harry was driving along, showing Marv the neighborhood. So <laughs> apparently uh, it was coined in this movie and has since made it into the Urban Dictionary. But you are correct. I've never heard it used by anybody, nor have I ever used it.
0: Kevin showers
3: and yeah. he
0: talks about cleaning every crevice and his belly button and all this. Right, thing. Which like, I weirdly liked enjoyed this time. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I was like, hmm, TMI that's, buddy. Yeah. So, so he's going to have some very specific fetishes later on think, in <laughs> later life. Later on in life.
1: <laughs> now I want you to he... wait in the bedroom. I'm going to be in the bathroom for like 20
0: minutes. <laughs> So the iconic <laughs> thing where he uh, puts on—is a- it aftershave or whatever—and yeah, yeah. and 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 screams he yeah. never mentioned
2: shaving. Is yeah, it-, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. No, yeah,
0: yeah. I was gonna say, That's does he I- think that? Does he think that? Uh, are we supposed to believe that he is also shaved because he didn't mention that? I don't think. No, in in his he no.
1: didn't mention it. We don't see him doing it. I mentioned- and he also
2: didn't learn because he did it again the very next day. Same yeah. thing with the shaving cream. Same thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, aftershave. No.
2: Yeah. Yeah, after shave.
0: <laughs> shaving cream also does not make your face do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they don't
1: actually, maybe don't shave with razors and shaving cream in that house. It's only electric razors.
0: That's true, right? Yeah, uh, Which still doesn't explain why he would put it on and it would burn him or whatever.
1: Unless he used it and we didn't see.
0: It's so iconic and I'm like, it didn't make sense to me as a kid, and I'm like, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, it still doesn't make sense. What he's doing, it doesn't. Yeah. That's not how. it's not how that stuff burns. Doesn't just burn because you put it on. Otherwise, yeah. nobody. It's would. Acid. It's a bottle yeah. of acid that you. Put oh, on your face. Why do I keep doing this?
3: <laughs>
1: he
0: puts it on again. Yeah, I should have learned. Oh, it stinks so good. <laughs> I'm starting to like it. <laughs> Uh, He also climbs uh, the bookshelf in Buzz's room to get Buzz's life savings uh, and tears on every shelf out on there. Uh, And this allows the spider to get loose, which uh, he'll pop up periodically and say hi.
1: I enjoyed the I laughed every time I saw that tarantula. I enjoyed it thoroughly. (laughs)
0: Uh, Peter, uh, uh, the dad, calls the neighbors while Harry and Marv are there robbing the place um, and leaves a message saying that they're out of town or whatever different house they're, right they're in, they're in Paris. Yeah, and, yes uh, yeah so so yeah peter's peter is calling the neighbor's house trying to trying to reach i yeah. think Kev, kevin through them anybody to go check anybody yeah and it just happens to be while harry and Marv they're robbing the place and and So this is how they realized. Like playing
2: with
1: toys and he's just (laughs) destroying things for no reason. It was just the weirdest, like, he's just enamored by a kaleidoscope. Eh.
0: It's the beauty of their plan is that they can take their time in these houses because Mm, these families are all gone. So, Um, yeah, this Kevin buys his toothbrush in this scene and I believe. Well, it's a loose term. Okay, Kevin (laughs) goes to the store to buy a toothbrush, and he runs into Old Man Marley there, who has a cut on his hand. Which,
1: dude, Old Man Marley doesn't. Old Man Marley does nothing but creep, like act like a creeper the entire movie until later. He's just a
0: creepy looking guy. He He
2: stares. stares He's just staring. Yeah, never says a word. Just stares at. him. Maybe he's just
0: like trying to place kevin he's like i feel like i know this kid
2: why from somewhere
1: like why is this kid, like, is this kid freaking out what's this kid doing yeah. A jerk.
0: Yeah. yeah and kevin looks at it sees this and's like i think he wants to murder me and he you know run he so he's backing away and ends up st- like uh, shoplifting this toothbrush and he runs away uh yeah worst cop ever in the street yeah. chasing well a to be fair kevin leads him on a chase across the most chaotic Ice rink I have ever seen in my life. Oh, yes. But to
2: to get there, he was only like two steps ahead of him the entire way. The guy right. just couldn't close that gap.
0: No, well, he yeah, he was yeah, yeah he was, he's past his prime, but I think he's still you know he's still doing good work, guys. I, I give him the benefit of his doubt. <laughs> so, uh,
1: like, I don't know how to describe this in a way that maybe our listeners could uh, like visualize. But when Kevin first runs away, and the uh, the the woman behind the counter goes, shit, go get him, or whatever, right? To the shit, kid. go
0: get him. I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> well, I, I didn't say that. I said, well, go get him, but oh. but he said, uh, but she said, go get him, or whatever it was, or like, uh she, you know, he's a shoplifter. He does this like thing where he leans back Juke? before he starts running, like almost like a comedic, like lean back and then run.
0: Yeah. Like he's powering
1: up. Like he's powering up his run that you see a lot in like cartoons. And or, like, or it's like he's
2: doing a Three Stooges wind up. <laughs>
0: whoop, 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 whoop. I thought
1: it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, now that I'm explaining it to the level in which I'm
2: explaining it. Well, I mean, everything's a lot funny. funnier when you explain it. I mean, that's just the way it works. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, I a, just... just a funny moment.
0: I want to talk more about the ice rink, though. There's so much happening. Yeah. How are people just not dying on that ice rink? Right. People are playing
2: <laughs> hockey. People are saying. figure skating.
0: There's a, there's a full-on <laughs> hockey game happening while <laughs> kids are there. And yeah. people are having free skate time. And then
1: he starts sliding. By the way, the amount of momentum Kevin has to slide yeah. from one end of this like, pond or whatever to the other makes me oh, believe geez, he could yeah. get away from that cop.
0: because Right. Uh, that he takes a lot his, of speed. Yeah. He's got he's got rockets for legs. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: I'm surprised there isn't somebody ice fishing out in the center of this thing, you know, this, yeah. this rink.
1: And thank God the cop didn't think to go around the ice rink. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Movie over. Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, Kevin comes to fear the wet bandits, Harry and Marv, a pair of burglars who have been breaking into other vacant houses in the neighborhood. Yeah, because targeted, they almost
1: run him over. Yeah. By the way.
0: And, yeah. Uh, they have targeted the McAllister's house. Kevin tricks them into thinking that his family is still home, forcing them to put their plans on hold. So immediately after leaving the ice rink, yes, he they he runs right into the path of them the the harry and marv who drive a plumbing van by the way which is the
1: name of the plumbing van is hilarious <laughs> it's like uh oh okay o- or something yeah yeah a h yeah it's like it's okay is what it is o h dash k a y and then something about will handle your flooding problems or whatever right. it's like their yeah. catchphrase and i was like perfect or we'll create
2: your flooding (laughs) yeah it's
0: it's so ironic it probably does a good job of hiding them yeah during this interaction where they almost hit Kevin they basically say okay on your way kid and then uh, Harry smile Joe Pesci smiles at him and 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 Kevin recognizes this uh, like gold tooth that he that he uh, saw in the cop's mouth at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. Um, and so and he very wisely, kind of like he he gives him a weird look, but then he turns tail and basically walks away. But but Harry does recognize that, that something happened with that. He's like, I don't like the way that kid looked at me. So they follow him, not subtly at all. <laughs> like right, in every a giant they, van, they, 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 <laughs> they're <yeah>. creeping on <laughs> it, this this kid walking in a van. And uh Kevin realizes this and runs to the church that's nearby
2: becomes part of the nativity scene
0: right and uh they take off and he goes home and that's pretty much the end of that but he goes home and sets up uh all of the mannequins and michael jordan and all these things to sort of make it look like people are partying there
2: why why does this house have mannequins just available don't know where he
0: (laughs) i have no idea where he gathered
2: i mean i get the whole michael jordan thing that was you know chicago in the 90s everybody had a michael jordan cut out i still have mine over here i was gonna say i have one right (laughs) off
0: right off the screen here
2: but the mannequins that's a different story there's some weird things going on there that was weird
1: for sure um i even i even said it when we were watching a movie i was like Kim's like, those mannequins are so creepy. And I go, mannequins? <laughs> who has mannequins in their house?
0: <laughs> what is it? There's a family of dressmakers. So the mannequins are weird for sure. Uh, but it does the trick. It looks like people are partying like crazy in this house. So this confuses Marv and Harry, who uh, are getting very conflicting reports about this <laughs> this house. Is it, is it vacant? Is it not? What's happening in this place?
2: Why is there a party going on when nobody's home? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Kevin orders uh, pizza at this point and the, the delivery boy comes by and of course hits the statue. Uh, did the statue get hit uh, in between these two times? There was one other person it, that
2: hit the statue and Oh, it was the uh, shuttle shuttle. Driver. Oh, Okay. The shuttle, so
0: the, the, the airport shuttle van. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the same statue gets hit again. It's one of those repeating jokes. It's just pretty funny. Um, Kevin goes to the grocery store during this this section.
2: What was up with his list? I mean, he got like things like, how, how is this house without these laundry things? detergent
0: is yeah. a big one. It was the thing I'm like, it's like, how mate. would Kevin
2: know that he needed laundry detergent? Like, I he understand that this family
0: weird. drank all the milk on purpose before they right. left. So it wouldn't go bad,
2: but he only bought a quart, which, yeah. you know,
0: that's probably fine. That's
2: yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, there were just things that, I mean, I don't remember the other things, but like. Laundry detergent.
0: The thing that got me was laundry detergent. Like why Like this? Ha- this family used up all the laundry detergent before they it's, left too. For no. And time. also,
2: why didn't he have a toothbrush before? Why did he need to go buy one that day that the family left? Did Did they just did he, take his? He,
0: he packed <laughs> it, I guess. Maybe he, he had a successful packing after all.
2: Also,
1: how does Kevin, who has never apparently done anything for himself at all up to this point, know how to wash laundry?
0: I, he figured uh, it out, I guess. Or, yeah, or why I mean, that's like
1: it is the easiest chore to do. But sure. as a kid, you're like, these machines, I don't know how to use. And yeah, which one does the washing
2: and which one does the other thing? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> and yeah, then, uh... Uh, no, I don't, I don't. I this, this part was a little bit like, why, why this, this is one, the like the one thing that Kevin does in this movie that I'm like, no eight year olds gonna do this. Yeah. They're just gonna wear other clothes until they completely run out.
2: I have a Mandela. But it's only been 1 day, too. Yeah. And then and then just wear them backwards.
1: I had a Mandela <laughs> effect moment by the way at this okay. point in the movie. Cuz I seem to remember him like doing the laundry but then it like setting up and like leaking out of the washer. Is that a different movie? Probably. You might be it... thinking
2: of Uncle Buck. <gasps> I am. You're right. Oh, does that I know I, he... I know so. Macaulay
0: Culkin is in
2: that, but Yeah. Um... And it's I, actually John well, Candy that has that issue, but Well, but- I
1: mentioned yeah, I mentioned it because my Kim, my daughter even said she's like uh she's like, "Yeah, see that's how I put uh laundry detergent in the washer and I'm like that's too much laundry detergent cuz he like fills it up and some at the end of it
3: yeah.
0: and he
1: puts laundry detergent in there." And she's like, "Yeah, I always remember this movie and I'm like, I hope it doesn't set up like that movie."
0: so i don't know yeah
1: yeah, it doesn't happen so i don't know what we were remembering
0: probably uncle bunk i I don't remember uncle buck at all not even Mm -hmm. a little bit i just know
1: i don't yeah i remember that happening in a movie i saw i just don't remember what movie it was i guess
0: yeah what else oh his i don't know grocery bags break on the way home i don't know if that's a pertinent point
1: (laughs) um (laughs) no uh, but how the way that he was carrying them, it was no surprise because he was just like, yeah, yeah, like <laughs> bouncing them up and down as was, hard as he could.
0: It was <laughs> kind of so carrying him like an eight-year-old. Yeah. yeah, the the ripping happened so simultaneously. It was it was
2: amazing between the two, and you could tell there was not milk in that in that carton. Right, there was not you know laundry detergent in that thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, this is uh, oh, Kevin does overcome his fear of the furnace in this, though. He like, yeah, the, the furnace even comes to life. and starts, Kevin, <laughs> I'm going to eat you. And he's like, why yep. don't you just shut just up or something? Go to bed. And, and then the yeah. furnace immediately
2: stops. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he's like, uh, what's up now?
2: Foiled again. I have to uh, wait till a new family moves in now.
0: Marvin, Harry yeah. come by back by the house at this point. And uh, this is when Kevin. Uh, oh, th- so the pizza thing. Kevin orders the pizza yes. and and I think he leaves a note for the pizza boy to come around to the back door. And then he's got this whole thing set up with the the movie, the angels with filthy souls or whatever, yep. uh, where he plays different parts of that so that it sounds like it's taught us uh, some gangsters inside talking to the pizza guy.
1: One of my favorite scenes in any movie.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun yeah uh, keep I the think-
1: change a filthy animal and he gave him like a 20 cent tip <laughs> one two ten yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i feel like i heard at one point that that is uh one of the most quoted movies of all time and that movie does not, not exist movie. <laughs> 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 which is pretty amazing that the, the the zeitgeist of that I might be making up that stat, but <laughs> I mean, it sounds right, doesn't it? Well, uh, I have Google at my fingertip. Yeah. So anyway, that same night, Kevin scares Marv away from the back door with fireworks and that same movie.
2: Yeah, I don't know why he needed the fireworks when the movie just made the sounds without the fireworks. I was like, what's, I, what's Yeah, that about it? It didn't really it add anything.
0: On, it worked on the Pizza Boy without the right. fireworks because right. the pizza boy went ass over tea kettle over the garbage cans. <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe and, he knew uh, he was dealing with a hard hardened criminal and he's gonna yeah, this, just a little bit more. Step up his game on that one a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna fall for no movie gun shooting. Right.
0: Peter and the rest of the family stay in his brother's apartment in Paris while Kate manages to get a flight, but only gets as far as Scranton, Pennsylvania. Kate attempts to book a flight to Chicago, but again, everything is booked. Unable to accept this, Kate is overheard by Gus Polinsky, the lead member of a traveling polka band, the Kenosha Kickers who offers to let her travel with them to Chicago on their way to Milwaukee in a moving van, which she gratefully accepts.
1: I realized uh, when I read that, that Hollywood has like this fascination with uh, like mid-sized towns and like only certain mid-sized towns. So they'll like pick one in an area and they always set their movies or shows in that. So like Scranton, right? Obviously it's from the office, but here it is in this movie too. It's weird.
0: Well, uh, John Hughes famously uses a, a fictional suburban town, Shermer, Illinois, right? And I'm not sure if this one takes oh. place there, but the, I think almost every one of John Hughes's movies takes place in Shermer, Illinois. Like, if <laughs> you have to cut it. So it's like every one of his movies is actually in the same universe.
1: Cool. Which is, I like uh, that. I like yeah. that.
0: Gus Plinski is played uh, by John Candy, who is, oh my god, how great is it to see John Candy?
2: Yep, he's one uh, of my all-time favorites.
0: Just, I mean, one of those guys that I see when he pops up on screen, I get a smile and get a little teary-eyed every time I see him, <laughs> you know, like yep. just uh, awesome. Uh, I This is another one of these facts backs in quotation marks that i don't really you're
2: just making uh, this shit up as you go <laughs>
0: uh but i believe john candy did this for almost nothing like i don't think it paid for his a trip. pizza
1: boy got paid more than he did
0: yeah john My Candy son- ba- basically did this for free I, his, I wonder why
2: i wonder what uh well he and, of-
0: he, he and Catherine o'hara are from the same uh comedy troupe okay. so they're very good friends she she actually gave it the eulogy at his funeral
1: yeah so yeah, I was watching uh, in that show the the uh, movies that made us in that episode they showed the paycheck side by side of John candy and the pizza boy yeah, and the pizza boy got paid like something like fifty dollars an hour more than John
0: candy and John candy was a star at this point yeah. so. it was
1: like a hundred he was like hundred and fifty six dollars an hour and the pizza boy was like uh two hundred and seventy dollars an hour something like that That's
0: John good. candy did uh all of his uh he did his whole his whole thing took uh one day he worked for like Twenty-three hours that day, but still, he did it all in a single day, and he improvised every line.
1: (laughs) Nothing that John Candy did. Not every line. No, he he, uh, most of his lines.
0: I I I read that he he improvised his entire part.
1: Well, the what happened was a the writer and John Candy had done a bunch of movies together, and so the writer came on set again. This is from that that show. Gotcha. The writer came on set the day that John Candy was there and uh had a bunch of lines for john kenny most of them were uh ad lib, but not like mm-hmm. it's not like he uh, i think it's like little pieces of what he wrote ended up in his lines somewhere yeah but but he mostly uh but you're right like the whole thing about polka poca polka yeah like, like new, uh, new jersey poker or whatever he was saying to her all of that was ad-libbed
0: well and all of the scenes were with his old improv partner Catherine yeah. o'hara so i mean yeah. it was probably like riding a bike for these two or they just fell into these old routines and where yeah. he makes up this whole story about, he's like, oh, I never left. A- I'm one of my, Kids behind, but I did what lose a nephew in a or,
1: in a or, funeral you know, home. Well, yeah. Break, well, well nothing like, funeral like funeral. France, but we did leave him in a funeral home. I mean, yeah. he was there all night. Yeah. <laughs> he started talking again, again after yeah, like after six, six weeks. weeks. Six, yeah. six or seven <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he started talking So you know, he's
0: resilient. What a fantastic <laughs> everything, a everything with him in it was just gold. It was so yeah. much fun. Um uh, anything else for that? That was a big section. You guys have any more notes on that?
2: I was just wondering why she couldn't just rent a car, um, in Scranton. You know, instead okay. of hopping in the back of this uh, moving van with a bunch of strangers, right? You with know, like, like s- uh,
0: five or six grown men. I'm right. Like, Here's right? another instance. I'm like, oh, in real life, that person's getting raped and killed and put <laughs> yep. in a shallow grave. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sorry, Kevin. You don't have a mom anymore. Nope. Totally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in, in nowhere in real life would that have worked out, okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Harry and Marv finally realize that Kevin is home alone, and on Christmas Eve, Kevin overhears them discussing plans to break into his house that night
2: and but they were very specific about the time, so Not Kevin was able to go about his daily stuff, just yeah sure he's back or at or night, whatever. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Go into that his timing a little bit more in a little bit, but uh, why do you think they said nine o'clock? Do you, do you guys have any theories on that?
1: Uh, he made some sort of comment, it might have been about, something. Like
2: it's dark I don't the... kids are scared of the dark, but oh, yeah. Yeah, it's probably be, yeah. dark at six. I think he just too, threw,
1: so. yeah, I think he said that and then throughout the time, we'll come back like around nine o'clock. Now, he,
0: now, he's the same one that did have the entire like neighborhood's light, like automatic lights. Yeah, Uh, Joe Pesci. Yeah, timed out. So it might have been something to do with that too. I don't know, but maybe. Anyway, I don't know. I just it was something that I was like, what a weird choice, just to be like, we're coming back at nine o'clock.
2: So you be ready, kid. Nine o'clock sharp. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I guess (laughs) they don't. They didn't realize that Kevin was uh, overhearing them. So
1: I think um, I'm going to make maybe a controversial statement.
3: Maybe Uh-oh. oh here we go Uh-oh. this is where it starts <laughs> all right luckily
0: megan fox isn't in i was gonna movie. say how does joe pesci remind you of megan fox
1: <laughs> there are a lot of really iconic movies that are amazing this is one of them a mm-hmm. uh, spoiler alert for my uh review at the end of this but it seems to me that screenwriters are subpar writers compared to maybe like Novel authors who are making who are writing novels at the same sort of like level that the screenwriters are making, and the reason that I think that is, uh, every time you see a book to movie conversion, the the or TV, it's usually worse. And I think it's hard to go from like this master level storyteller to somebody who's not quite as good who changes a bunch of stuff and then assume it's going to be um, the same quality. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is one of those moments where it feels like something was put into the movie for the sake of the, well, okay, well, we want this to happen in this way. So
2: we'll just make them say nine o'clock and then we move on. Oh, uh, I guess that's fair. Sorry, Rick, what were you going to say? I was just going to add a little bit to your, to your comment about the screenwriters being a lower quality than, than the, the novel writers. And, and I, I would imagine that's true, but also when you're watching a movie or when you're reading a book, you the reader do most of the work you visualize the people you you know you 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 see how they look you see how they're they're acting so nobody is going to be able to come up with the ex- exact version that's in your head to take from a from a uh, you know a novel or a or a, a whatever to to make it match what you visualized in that book
1: yeah yeah I, that's true uh, I'm, and it's you're 100% right about that rick i, I think what i'm talking about is not necessarily the descriptive portion of what they write because screenwriters don't really write descriptive stuff They mostly write uh, a little bit of setup and then a bunch of dialogue. Um, when I'm talking about the plotting, the level of quality of the plotting sometimes, and maybe it's not screenwriters faults, right? Maybe these screenwriters are writing great plots, but by the time it gets to the screen, whatever has happened has happened because they didn't get the right lighting or whatever. Right. So and by the time Night it, Shyamalan gets it, it's just garbage, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's the one that makes it garbage 100%. Uh, but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much that goes from like the screenwriters to what we see on the, um, on the screen after a completed thing is done that there's these plot items that a more skilled writer could weave into the plot in, in a in a in a more elegant way than just having you know two robbers out in public basically
2: nine o'clock we're robbing talking the house. <laughs> about when they're
1: going to come back and rob the house so that they have some sort of time later you know um, so that he could set everything up it seems and again this is an iconic movie I love the movie um, I actually don't have a big problem with this to be completely honest uh, but it's it's not the most elegant way to do it that's all I'm saying.
0: You know, comparing screenwriters to novelists is apples and oranges, though, too, because uh, a screenwriter is specifically writing something that will look good on screen, you know, and uh, a novel writer's adaptation. I mean, even a screenwriter that has to take over the novelization and make it into a screenplay, they are pigeonholed and they have they have to make these huge cuts because you can't I mean, it's almost impossible especially in movie format to uh transfer all that data like 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 rick was saying but like
1: yeah i mean and that's fair that's probably fair
0: i just what i'm saying is i don't think uh, even you can take a novelist uh, a great novelist and i don't think they could i don't think they could put out a home alone i don't think they could write in that way and i don't i think it goes both ways i don't think I don't think a screenplay writer probably would be a, would put out a great novel either. I think that they're two different kinds of writers, you know uh,
1: yeah, okay, well, you got me there, Matt. you were 100 uh, <laughs> like when you said that, I was like, yeah, you're totally right. There's no because think about it, you couldn't tell Brandon Sanderson, who's one yeah. of the best novel writers, right. period, yeah. like right now, and say, hey, write this movie <laughs> script. yeah, because all he knows how to do is churn out like 500,000 word manuscripts. That's all he knows. That's like, that's his thing. He's not going to churn out an 80,000 word, like, like screenplay that has like to him, what feels like no description for anything.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's all he wants to do. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So So you're
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got me there. It's hard to compare
0: those two things. I'm not going to, I'm not in complete disagreement with you. I'm just saying it's not really a fair comparison. That's true.
1: And, and, and yeah, maybe I am being a little unfair to the screenwriters because screenwriters write one thing and that's not always what right. ends up being made at the end
0: and especially like a movie like this where they have to jam pack this stuff into they, they have to cut some corners in order to make it a yeah. concise story that happens they have in a, a they have a budget time. yep yeah. they have
1: a budget there's a, so many constraints right so yeah. all right the project manager in me just like realize that I made a stupid
0: comment so no 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 it's not I'm glad we talked it out honestly yeah. I think that it's a good good thing to come a good conclusion to come to so also in this section we are starting to cut back to uh, Kate's travel I guess uh, and so we we get to see a little bit of what she's experiencing and at this point, she might be regretting taking this ride uh, with a bunch of polka players because they're literally just jamming out pol- with polka in, uh, I don't know, my in my Christmas mind, polka. the entire drive. Yeah, they're trying and- to get
2: her to play some too, and she's like, no, no. <laughs>
0: especially
1: a clarinet because you literally stick right? the reed in your mouth and soften it in your own saliva and he's like you want to play she's like mm, no no no
2: why do you just spit in my mouth that would be a lot quicker yeah. some women like that i don't know
0: i think uh he was actually playing there too it sure looked like it it did uh huh? i don't know i mean i know i'm no expert but i i will say again at least she's not getting raped and killed so she's probably still winning on this Kevin starts to miss his family and asks the local Santa Claus impersonator if he could bring his family back for Christmas.
1: I loved this scene, by the way, because he comes up and he's, of course, trying to act like I'm an adult and I know all this stuff. And, he's, and uh, he goes, um, I'm trying to find Santa or whatever he says, right? She's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's over there. Like I love she the, being
0: she being an elf, I didn't, an elf. Did yeah, that. yeah. Sorry, the yeah, elf was with, uh,
1: locking up the Santa's workshop shoes. thing. With yeah, with the elf shoes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I love the interaction because like he's trying to act all adult, but what he the question that he asks her is a normal kid question. So she's just like, oh yeah, he's over there, and you can catch him, and blah blah blah. It felt so real and normal to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the interaction.
0: Yeah, and I like that Kevin is like right on the cusp of that the the childhood wonder of santa and and learning the truth because he goes up to this this uh, you know fake santa and he's like hey i know you're not the real deal and 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 he's like, oh, what do you, what, what makes he say? It? The guy's like smoking a cigarette. It's got his beard half pulled off under his chin. He's yeah. like, what? And he like pulls it up real quick and like lets the cigarette smoke out. And like, <laughs> really, just kind of a fun scene. And then, but Kevin's yeah. like, but I know that you work for him. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. it's> like,
2: <laughs> like sure, sure, buddy. It's, no. it's I want to know what childhood these kids get that they get to believe in Santa. You know, up till eight. Like even uh, uh, Phoebe Cage got to believe until she was nine. I know know, it's like that didn't that didn't happen back then when you know what you think when when I was a kid it was like five or six I think
0: was it that early like was it like as soon as you got to school basically like so in kindergarten uh, I remember Jewish kids were all fucking with you I was (laughs) I don't
2: remember a time of not you know believing the other way I think I was in fifth grade oh wow okay
0: that's that's up there man
2: Uh, (laughs) rich spoilers (laughs) Santa's not real. What? <laughs> Rich is like, well, wh- whether or not Santa is real? <laughs> yeah. We're not here to debate that. We're talking about
1: Santa's real and let me talk to you about why the is flat.
2: Okay, good. Um it makes Santa's
0: job easier. Uh, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I can't remember, but I do, I do remember a conversation. I think it's just one of those things where by that age, I just didn't think about it. Like, it wasn't like, is Santa real or not real? It was just like, we did Santa and Santa did stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, it, I, I have this very clear memory being in the cafeteria in fifth grade, eating lunch with a bunch of friends from class. And they started talking about Santa not being real and i was like
0: you like be cool rich be cool <laughs> but there were other kids there that were like
1: uh no it was a debate between the kids some of them thought santa was real and some oh, of them okay. like, no, so oh okay so you weren't you weren't,
0: the la- you weren't the only one sitting there going okay just fucking eat your sandwich well, and like, <laughs> hold on a sec let me let me
1: rethink this i have to remember this was we had just moved to spokane so i was eight when we moved up here so maybe it was nine Okay, Maybe this you're right on. You're right weird. on
0: path with John Hughes's estimation, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was <laughs> that was my experience, and it's mostly because uh, growing up, I never questioned anything. I just was like, I, oh, yeah. I okay.
0: I don't recall ever believing in Santa, so that's how early that happened. Yeah, or same, same here. My parents I don't didn't remember
2: do a time where I thought there was a Santa.
0: Yeah, um, mm. I don't know that my parents did it at all. Actually, I probably have to have to ask. You guys want to call my mom right now? Yes. Let's do Should it. Should I? Let's call. <laughs> Let's call my mom. This will be fun. I don't know if this will actually like be usable stuff, but it'll be fun.
2: Can I ask her when she she ruined your childhood? Hey there, hey mama.
0: How are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, just uh, before we go any further, I just want you to know we're recording right now and you are on with us. So,
2: welcome to our podcast. <laughs>
3: you mean on like uh, your movie show.
0: Yeah, you're, well, they can hear you. Uh, you're not going to be able to hear them because I'm wearing headphones. But so we are we're, we're, we're going over home alone right now. And the question came up like when we stopped believing in Santa. And I'm like, I don't remember ever believing in Santa. Did, did, did we do the Santa thing at all in our family? I
3: think we, we always wink wink believed in Santa. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, you guys knew that it was us, but we played the game. Oh, know? we did. It wasn't okay. like, yeah, it wasn't like you know it would have been. A, I mean, I can't even tell you an age because I think we just kind of just said this is what we do. You know, the all the packages that aren't marked are from Santa Claus air quotes. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Okay. <laughs> whatever
3: the air quotes of the day was.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, honestly, I don't remember if we, if, if we, if uh, my parents ever pushed that illusion at all. Like, like I don't remember a time. So either someone some little shit kid ruined it for me real early or we just never did it (laughs) so
3: yeah yeah I, i i think it was a gradual process of some kind or other but pretty early on
0: yeah So Rick is in the same boat as me, and Rich uh, still believes in Santa is what we got, (laughs) I think. (laughs)
3: You know, it's good to believe in something.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Thank you, Mama Miller. Uh, Rich says, thank you, Mama Miller, to that. Tell Mom I miss her. (laughs) (laughs) Rick says, tell Mom I miss her.
3: Oh, yeah. I miss seeing you guys. Yeah.
0: All right, Mom. Thank you. I love you.
3: Love you, too. Bye-bye.
0: So, yeah, my
1: dad was definitely, my parents were definitely very much like, oh, Santa's real. Yeah, and they did everything to make me believe. So, yeah, I think uh, I was eight slash nine.
0: So maybe that's not really maybe that's not abnormal, honestly, mm-hmm. like John be right. I to just have, assumed
2: that it wasn't yeah. normal. I just assumed everybody, you know, around four or five, six, whatever, yeah. re, you know, w- was told or realized that it didn't exist. Are you saying I was a stupid kid? Well, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that normal child development around <laughs> six is usually tops. Usually it, it when just, you realize your parents are lying about the magic man <laughs> landing on the roof. Right, where <laughs> things just don't make sense at that point. Wait, uh, were you homeschooled?
0: Because <laughs> like, yeah. it just makes sense in my mind that people would like, as soon as you get kids in groups with other kids, the other kids will just ruin things. So, right.
2: Yeah. Like, how do you make it all the way through elementary school? Um, you know, with the other kids, like there's Christmas every year, so yeah. so somebody says something at some point, and
0: I don't think you, I don't think that's possible. I just yeah, don't, yeah.
2: That well, was I mean, rich. Said he was, you know, like fifth grade, right? So that's that's a long way. Well, let, me think, still about, let me think. School.
0: about it. I'm eight
1: slash nine, and I started kindergarten when I was five. So the so like third yeah. or fourth, I think, right?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, fourth grade. That's I, too much I, math. I, I, I'm not sure that it sounds. It sounds crazy now that we've talked it out.
1: So. All right you're it's, okay it's fine i grew yeah. up dumb it's okay not dumb <laughs> I, I you're smart, special you're smarter. i smartered <laughs> up later in life
0: so this uh this department store santa i'm not sure it really does anything to make him feel better but no it, I, I guess maybe kevin feels better just having talked to him he does give him some tic tacs Mary tells push. him
1: not to spoil his dinner with three yeah. tic-tacs.
0: He was out of candy canes. Or no, the elf took them home to her boyfriend, I think. Something I <laughs> yes, <mean. laughs> that's exactly
1: what happened. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> Kevin goes to church and watches a choir perform, then meets old man Marley, who dispels the rumors about him. He points out his granddaughter in the choir, whom he never gets to meet as he and his son are estranged. Kevin suggests that he should reconcile with his son.
1: So, first thing, he, the like best children's choir you've ever heard is yeah, there. It
0: was really beautiful.
1: Yeah, and then second, this I, I don't know if dispels the rumors is a right. He denies them like offhand no that's, that's true. not true and i was like mm, exactly that's when a murderer not A rumor the- <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You know I mean? yeah well i guess the murderer said he's not a murderer so yeah well, murderer. You, he said
0: he's not a murderer <laughs> I, all that stuff i gotta i gotta assume that the fan there's a fan theory that old man marley definitely is a murderer and that was why he and his son were estranged <laughs> right? yeah
2: you killed my mom uh, right <laughs> <laughs> i'm not talking to you again. show me a
0: picture it didn't happen <laughs> but you know what he is nice to kevin so there's he that is, yes
1: he's very nice and he takes kevin's advice spoiler alert
0: yeah the band aid on his hand again his they they very clearly like show this i don't know if this was like some other plot point that they cut out, cut out but they maybe. left out these weird cuts to to show that he was injured on his hand there's no reason for it that i can tell
1: could be again this is back when they were manually editing things by cutting up film and taping it together
0: all right guys i'm going to throw out a word let's see if this sparks anything stigmata is there anything oh,
2: there maybe <laughs> was was the old, the old man just...
0: was the old man jesus it was the old yeah. man jesus mm. yeah he's I mean, got he had, he's he got a beard. wound <laughs> and got, he had a he had a wound that was on both sides, guys. Oh, he was Jesus, guys. Yeah. Remember when he went to the store and he put his hand down the bandage? Yes, he put his hand I down I remember. Flat. Yes. And then, and then when they sewed him in the church, the band-aid's on the back of his hand,
1: guys. That's definitely not def- just definitely a con- continuity error. There's that's no other way. That's because that that could- he was. He had this <laughs> no other explanation.
0: It. No, this movie has been iron you no, okay i make that joke almost every movie that this movie's ironclad this fucking movie <laughs> was ironclad yeah. i yeah, feel like do, if they was. did that they did that on purpose and i don't know why but now yeah. now i'm gonna i'm gonna say he's jesus
1: okay you say what you want man
0: okay. <laughs> I will. Okay. Uh, the 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 church bells ring eight o'clock, and Kevin's like, "Oh, I better get home and get set oh, up." I have an appointment at in 9 one o'clock. hour. <laughs> right. I, I will say this kid. Okay. Let me let me do this next section. Later, Kevin returns home and rigs the house with several booby traps to take on the burglars. Harry and Marv break in, spring the traps, and suffer various injuries. Okay. Let's get to this one hour to set up this entire. Kevin setting up all these booby traps in less than an hour. I don't no. know how far from the church he lives, but he gets home, sets the shit up and makes mac and cheese before these, these guys show up. This is the
1: I, most unbelievable thing in the entire movie. Uh,
0: absolutely. It's more unbelievable well, than old then, man Marley being Jesus. This yes.
2: doesn't work in, in that neighborhood either because he just pours water on the steps and it instantly ice, but you can instant. see instant all over the rest of the street, there's puddles of water. So yeah, so it's not, right. you know, it's, it's not, not low zero outside for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing for me is like that, that roofing tar that he was putting all over the place, that mm-hmm. that shit got all over his hands. That's never coming off. Nope, He's going to he be wearing that. that- He's going to be wearing that forever, but in the very it's next also never scene, coming he's off gone. those stairs. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Nobody can use those stairs ever again. nope. <laughs> nope. A, they're going to have to burn this house down.
0: There's two reasons. There's also a tarantula on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they never,
1: they never resolve that one.
0: Nope. Yeah. Okay. So I have lots of notes on this section. So yeah, he still he sets up all this uh, in less than an hour. Still has time to make dinner, but not eat. He's, he he didn't time it perfectly. He should have yeah. left about ten minutes earlier. <laughs> <Right. for church. laughs>
2: next next time he'll know
0: yeah that plate of mac and cheese looked baller too like he he did it uh, like it looked good he he used milk not water and you can tell the difference it was a microwave meal you know what rich i don't need to hear your naysaying all the time rich's critic corner (laughs) sorry man marley wasn't jesus heaven sucks (laughs) at making mac and cheese
1: i never said that
0: Megan Fox and Gizmo are identical twins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also never said that, but...
0: I feel like all these things are verbatim. <laughs> you feel that, but it's not true. Sorry, what, was you, what were you going to say before I went on my
1: chance? T- no, he, he, no those, that mac and cheese, that plate of mac and cheese was lit and he did a great job of microwaving it
0: it was a microwave dinner you're right yes you know what it does take a good touch with a microwave yeah. i you know I, I cook a lot of meals in my microwave. i'm proud of my microwave skills that's right <laughs> we guys want to run through the injuries that these guys have oh sustained? my god
2: they're extensive i don't know how they got past the first injury right you know to keep going i mean the first yeah. injury was enough to, like go to the hospital you know co- a BB gun
1: to the groin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Harry gets yeah. shot in the balls with a with a bb gun. Right. Yeah. I quit. Right we in win. the balls at guys. Don't right on. Ball.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm out.
0: Uh yeah, I'm done. This is not worth it. <laughs> we have lots of houses here. Why are we messing right. with this kid? Yeah. Uh Marv gets shot in the forehead.
2: Yeah. That's- which doesn't leave a mark, which was interesting. I kind of thought that he would have something there.
0: That would be yeah, that might be the one spot where their continuity kind of messed up on this. Harry slips on the front steps. Marv slips on the back steps.
2: Backbreaker slip on the front steps for, for oh, him. yeah. Like yeah the, that guy is going immediately to the hospital. Can't move.
0: Yeah. Oh his stunt double died immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude on that episode when they were talking about these stunts and they had they interviewed the stunt double. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I literally just threw myself as high as I possibly could in the air. And landing yeah. on my back, no padding. This nope. was right on the concrete.
0: Yeah. This and he's was... like,
1: it was super fun. I'm like, you were insane. Yeah, All of those stunts, those stunt guys did. And they did for real. And they coined a stunt um, move that they call the home alone. Right. Which is throwing yourself backwards in the air as high as you can and landing on your back.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, they deserve that. I mean, the stunt guys are a different breed, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, this movie, uh, I, the director was saying every time, like they're hilarious this, with these falls and everything when you watch them, mm-hmm. but it was not funny when they were filming. Like every time they were like, ah. Yeah, he's like, we time? had to look is this away. the time
0: they die? <laughs>
1: uh-huh. like, every single time we looked away. And when it was over, I was like, is he okay?
0: Yeah. A crowbar falls on Marv's head. An iron falls from a long ways up onto Marv's face. Yeah. Uh, from the, from the what is that? Like a laundry chute or something, I guess. Yeah. He how does he not then?
2: break his nose
0: i don't know how does he not die there's several times where they yeah yeah uh,
2: the doorknob mark on the uh on the hand
0: harry burns yeah. his hand on the doorknob yeah.
2: uh enough to where there's an m on his hand for the rest he of the brands movie. he's getting yeah. branded yeah.
0: <laughs> what is that tool for that kevin uses to keep? Uh, I, I think see, it's like something with the sometimes. laundry
2: yeah i think as is it like an iron heater or something like that? Uh, you it's know, an hot old ena- time it's iron? hot
0: enough to turn a doorknob red, like it yeah. glows red. I'm like, this thing should not exist in the yeah, world, it's
2: dangerous, yeah. <laughs> much right. less in a and house it, with children. It was on that door for a long time. I mean, even later on, it was still was on that door glowing red. How did this house yeah. just not burn down? I know. I, I was like, is. how'd
1: that door survive that? I <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me.
0: Marv steps on a nail, uh, and falls down the basement stairs. That might be the worst one, honestly. <laughs> that, that was the most cringeworthy one, I think, for me. The one fun, like the nails. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what got me in a quiet place, also, was when, uh, when what's her name steps on that nail.
2: Um, the paint cans to the face. Yeah. Yeah. More broken noses. Um, and how do these guys, you know, it's like they just, whatever's on the ground, they don't slip see it. on it. They yeah, don't they, see it. They don't there's, look there's down. Like, there's a, there's a yeah. whole pile. Of these things of you know toys or whatever that they both they just have on.
0: they have fallen very hard a few times maybe their necks aren't working right they can't look <laughs> down anymore. Harry takes a blowtorch to the head, right. which what is that? What is that device? Also, this family is psychopathic. They right? what? they have blowtorches and hot iron mannequins or to mannequins. practice. <laughs> I'm. I have I have questions, guys, about these this family now.
1: Maybe it's not old man Marley that's the murderer.
0: Now, right? Marv steps on the ornaments. Yeah, uh, that was another yep. one. Which I know that they weren't glass. I think they might have been candy or something. If I, sugar, I can't remember.
1: sugar glass, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, they both fall uh, slipping on toy cars, micro machines. I believe were specifically what they
1: slipped on. Sure tm mm-hmm.
0: marv hits harry with a crowbar and harry hits marv with a crowbar
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that. oh yeah because no you totally skipped the best scream in this entire movie oh that was a good scream yeah where he, the where he gets the the tarantula and puts it on his face yeah,
0: i'm going through injuries that did not injure him so <laughs> no
1: but it is such an iconic scream and moment it in is. that movie it's like leaps and bounds above everything else that That every other scream because there's tons of screaming going on that's like the pinnacle scream
0: again an imdb trivia thing i read about that is that uh daniel stern was is scared of spiders and wanted to know if spiders could hear because (laughs) when they put that on his face there he was like he's like before i do this scream can i mean will i will i scare the spider and they assured him that spiders do not hear and that was a lie <laughs> 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 or at least it was ignorant at the very least because yeah. they they do although it didn't i mean nothing happened to him because sure. of that scream but still kind of shitty for him like you know after the back like, what <laughs> yeah
1: it, it sounded like a real scream. I bet you that was like oh, he it just was. let his actual yeah, fear. Yeah, he was.
0: Yeah. Very, he was afraid. Um, so, and then the last injury I wrote down was that they both swing into the house from the treehouse rope. Mm-hmm. So, those are the those are the injuries. Uh, just the injuries that I wrote down.
1: Yeah, that was actually a great recap of that entire. Um, yeah, just going through the, the it, movie.
0: Just just writing down the injuries basically takes that care was of, the movie. Yeah, yeah. At that point, that, or that section, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing that cringed me the most were both the feet things, the stomping on the ornaments, because he's barefoot at this, this time, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the nail thing. Those are the cringiest things for me.
2: Just the nail for me. The, the ornaments didn't, didn't really uh, do it, but also the, you know, whatever that was that lit his head on fire that was like yeah. oh, towards, I was like, oh yeah weird just bit. the melted wool to his scalp <laughs> He stands there like why is this pain happening
0: <laughs> and he runs yeah. out and dives headfirst into the yeah. snowbank back yeah. down the icy steps yeah
2: twice he's had to have a snowbank rescue him yeah
0: yeah <laughs> he's, not, he's not gonna feel good yeah. yeah
2: well at
1: this part of the movie that we're at this is where uh the wet bandits have abandoned their uh Desire to rob this place, and they're solely out for revenge at this they
0: point. They basically just want to kill Kevin, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Now, i <laughs> Kevin reason Kevin runs off,
0: yeah. Let's move and on. It, that's on. That's in this next thing I'm about to read. Let's okay, do it. let's move on to that, and then we'll talk. Get to, and then you can have first dibs, Richard. okay, cool. While the duo pursues Kevin around the house, he calls the police and flees, then lures Harry and Marv into a neighboring home which they previously broke into. They ambush him and prepare to get their revenge. But Marley intervenes and knocks them unconscious with his snow shovel. The police arrive and arrest Harry and Marv, having identified all the houses that they broke into due to Marv's destructive characteristic of flooding them as a calling card.
1: Yeah, so yeah. So anyway, when he runs over to the neighbor's house, that's the moment when they could have been like, oh, okay, time to rob the house.
0: There were so many moments when they could have cut and just... I like wash their hands of this entire thing, honestly, yeah, but that's true. You're Right. Like this was their whole goal was, the, but they, I mean, they just saw red. I think at some point
1: Marv saw red when his hand, Oh no, it was after the blowtorch in the head.
0: That's he literally when he saw, saw red when he yeah. looked at his hand, <laughs> but that's when
1: he saw red. You could, you knew that because he he broke the door down really hard and it's just like, yeah. that's it. I'm after this kid. Yeah.
2: Right. I'm murdering and, this kid now.
1: Yep. And then the other guy just basically follows him around anyway. Yeah. So I'm not sure he ever, if he ever did see red, it was the spider, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, they could have just like let him run off and started robbing the house. I mean, like that was their goal.
2: You're in the house, start robbing it. Who cares about the kid?
0: Totally. What else we got here? Anything else?
2: I just thinking that all this started, the scene started at nine o'clock at night and had to go on for several hours into the evening. And the very next morning is, is when, you know, mom comes home and the the place is just cleaned up the, 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 i mean the, just this kid just stayed up all night long cleaning up all this stuff got the tower off the off the steps somehow maybe um, and
0: <laughs> one thing we know about kevin is he's is industrious <laughs> that's sure. true the yes. kid got
2: some shit done and the only thing that he missed in the entire cleaning up process was that gold tooth from and the uh, spider from... <laughs> i oh, think right. spider well, yeah. <laughs> yeah we don't know where that ranch is oh you that's know true. what <laughs>
0: I don't think he cleans up Buzz's room. He doesn't clean up right. Buzz's room. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just <laughs>
2: took everything and threw it into Buzz's room. Yeah. But he
0: does decorate the house beautifully. Right? Yep.
2: yep. Yeah. Um, he, yeah.
1: It it cuts so that's
0: down a tree for a Christmas. Yeah.
1: The, he tops the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that uh, that scene where he goes in the neighbor's house that's flooded. They, they yeah. uh, built that basement in a pool.
0: Oh, cool. What a neat idea
1: yeah so they were like because they they filmed this whole thing on the same
0: that explains the diving board
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh they filmed this movie mostly on a uh campus of the same school they filmed like breakfast club and and some other oh, yeah. yeah some other uh,
0: all of his john, like, t- all john hughes's stuff yeah. So they all basically this
2: stuff in Shermer, Illinois, right?
0: Yeah. John, this is John Hughes's house.
1: <laughs> yeah, they bought that. Uh, either they purchased the or they leased it or whatever, but all of the offices and everything. And then they're like, look, we have a pool. So why wouldn't we just film this whole scene in the pool? Because they had rebuilt that entire house in the gymnasium. Yeah. So they shot basically all the house scenes in that gymnasium in the um, mocked up house. And then that scene in the pool is really cool. A little trivia.
0: This is the, uh, this is where the cutaway is uh, our last cutaway to Kate in the van with the polka guys. Uh, When, and we already touched on this, but this is when um, John Candy is telling his story about leaving his kid in a funeral home. Uh, Yeah. Which again was just so, so funny. So Um, funny. On Christmas day, Kevin is disappointed to find out that his family is still gone. He then hears Kate enter the house and call for him. They reconcile. And are soon joined by Peter, Buzz, Jeff, Megan, and Linny, who waited in Paris until right, they could a ob- matter of minutes. <laughs> yeah, <show up. laughs> until, yep and until they could obtain a direct flight to Chicago. Kevin keeps silent about his encounter with Harry and Marv, although Peter finds Harry's knocked-out gold tooth. Kevin then observes Marley reuniting with his son, daughter-in-law, and granddaughter. Marley notices Kevin, and they wave to each other. Just then, Buzz, whose room was damaged during the fiasco, yells at him, and Kevin runs off.
1: Yeah, and I did not cry at the end of this movie. You cried.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that was such <laughs> a no. I didn't. Scene. You did. <laughs> and again, yeah. this is another time when I was just like Macaulay Culkin. You go, boy. Yeah, like man. he does this little thing when when Catherine O'Hara comes home first, and he's like kind of acting like he's all disgruntled and grumpy. And but angry. then you see like this like little face contort, and he gets. Gets this, like, it's just the most adorable smile on his face, and he runs into his mom's arms. And yeah. It was like, oh, you guys, you stop right now what you're doing. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. still in my heart.
2: Stop making me
0: feel these feelings. Yeah.
2: I'm not crying. It was, it was so cute. I just got something in my eye. And this eye, too.
1: I, uh, I feel like the older I get, the more that nostalgia like hits me. Yeah and like moments where i would have just been like oh that's sweet i'm just like hur, 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 hur. maybe i'm always on the edge of just weeping like a baby
0: <laughs> i think that's a thing that is that you get older you get more uh, sentimental too about yeah his. that was the end of the movie is him running away yeah so yeah. any more notes about the end of that nope
2: nope okay
0: well, thanks for joining us. Your yeah, own. bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Oh wait, we got to rate this thing. Sorry. Oh, you okay.
2: do have to rate this thing. Yeah.
0: So I will go last since it was uh, my pick.
2: All right. For me, Macaulay Culkin just crushed this movie. Um, I I know of at least one other movie that he was in prior to this one. I, I don't know, um, you know, if there were others. But if this was his second or even third movie, how did this kid get to be such a great actor at this age? You know what I mean? Everything was just He just, he just did it. He, he pulled it off. He made everything believable, pure Um, raw
0: talent for sure.
2: And you know, the supporting cast was pretty fucking good too. You know I mean? uh, All Mm -hmm. these, all these names that are, that are in this movie. Good job Mm -hmm. guys. Especially, you know, the, the budget you said only ended up being like 14 and a half million um, for, for all these people at this time. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways, uh, I, I love the movie. I, it's, it's always been a great movie. I'm going to give it a 94. Woof. Yep. That's all I have to say on that matter. <laughs> I don't know how I could
1: say anything um, that doesn't basically just repeat everything Rick just said. Right. Uh, I, I mean, I agree. This is This is a classic. It's timeless. It'll never get old. It's as bulletproof as any movie can be in terms of plot. In terms of entertainment value, it's just really, really good. Macaulay Culkin is uh, probably one of the best kid actors of our time, or for his of, time when he was a kid, anyway. Of
0: any time,
1: yeah. I mean, maybe Haley Joel Osment gets there. I would, I would say Haley Joel Osment is probably in that same league. Both of, both of them had that misfortune of not growing up super hot, so Hollywood didn't keep hiring <laughs> them, which is a That's not really true. It's a They're detriment. They're both still
0: working, I think.
1: Uh, well, I think Macaulay Culkin does a lot of producing and
0: directing. Yeah,
1: and then, but Haley Joe Osman did get back into acting in this yeah, he's, stuff. He's which been is,
0: showing up in some stuff,
1: which is great because he's such a good actor. That be they both are. But anyway,
0: yeah.
1: What'd you say again? What was your rating, Rick? Ninety-four. Ninety-four. I don't. Oh man, I was gonna say ninety-five, but I feel like I'm sort of one-upping Rick at this point. I'm, I'm literally, 95. literally
2: one-upping him <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <laughs> like the the very definition of one-upping. I will.
1: I will say ninety-four as well, just so I don't. I'm not one upping Rick because.
2: Thank
0: you.
1: I, I I can't disagree. I I agree with everything he said. So, uh,
0: and yeah, you guys have said everything between the two of you. Macaulay Colkin knocked it out of the park. This will never ever be a bad movie. I don't care if you if your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids are watching this, they're still going to be like this. This kid is amazing, and I can relate with him on a level that that you don't see a lot. I think, and then again going back and watching it as an adult i kind of i find myself relating with the parents a, a little bit this time around and still just loving the kids performance so ah uh, yeah i i'll just make it unanimous i'll call it a 94 also well wow, who's going to do the math on what this average is up to um it's too complicated <laughs> i can't do it yeah i mean if you're if you're absolutely being a stickler and nitpicking you can find a few spots where they you know could have done things a little differently but not much and even little plot holes the the maybe one or two plot holes that we've found uh can be explained and it's such a good movie so glad yeah, we did it
1: it's great i'm also glad we did it
0: it is our highest rated to date i believe so
1: for good reason yeah it's one of the highest it's i think it's still the highest grossing comedy movie
0: yeah that's so impressive all time. so yeah. impressive if you guys have anything you ha- like, just like, Hey you got you should watch this. We should throw those in there, but like, I don't think we need to make it a segment. So
1: I think if you loved home alone, you should just, and you have a Netflix subscription, just pull up that movies it made us show and watch the episode. It's interesting. Yeah. Although my wife pointed out to me, she hates watching those because it, she feels like it ruins the movie, it, like takes her out of the story and everything. It doesn't do that yeah. for me. So I really enjoy them.
0: I like seeing how things are made, hearing stories about like John Candy doing it basically for free because he loved the people in it. And
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it for home alone. Thanks for joining us. You can reach us at clusterflix at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. Please email us guys. We uh, are not sure if our email is working. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just hit us up with your, uh, with your, uh, requests for movies to watch uh spoiler we'll do them guys we will we're easy we will do them we'll sell Uh, our souls for your movie yeah (laughs) well (laughs) tweet at us (laughs) definitely tweet at us also you know you can hit us up there uh that's at clusterflix uh we have a you can support us if you are so inclined uh any sort of monetary support that you guys could give us we will put 100% of that back into the show to make it uh, as good as possible. You know, we're, we're working with bare bones stuff right now. So uh, we we will just be upgrading our gear and uh, trying to put out a better sound and better quality stuff for you guys to listen to. Absolutely. Anything else you guys? Hey, guys, thanks for doing this show with me. I really like it. Yeah, Yeah. it's a lot
1: of fun. Thanks for inviting me to do this. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I love it.
0: So uh, from all of us here at Cluster Flicks, uh, I am Matt Miller. I'm Rick Provost. And I'm Rich Inman. Bye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Can you play your uh, mumble rap um, music for that?
0: dot, 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 (laughs) dot, (laughs) dot. Please. Oh, good. We're just waiting
1: for Rick. Can't wait for him to get in the meeting that we're recording with blah, this Mumble blah. Rap. What? Mumble Rap. What? Home Alone. Blah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry I asked that question. <laughs>